Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Sea Spire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 230, and today I'll be talking about issue 24 of the Steven Universe comic book series. I'm GC13. Like basically every issue of the comic book series, this really is a sweet issue. Steven starts off reading through Buddy's journal, trying to find a good gem site to take Connie to to celebrate her passing a big test at school. And, you know, Pearl comes over to help him out just in time to see Buddy's page on the Moonflower, or the Lunar Blossom, as the gems knew it as. Uh, We get a beautiful flashback sequence of early Rebellion-era Pearl taking Rose to that place, and Rose makes Pearl a flower crown, and these fireflies come out. Very beautiful. Love all the nice, cool colors of the Lunar Blossom Grove. But unfortunately, when Pearl takes Steven there to show it to him, everything is completely ruined. It's all overgrown, no lunar blossoms anywhere to be found. And so, you know, Steven gets sad, kind of kind of does a little bit of a sad Morty face almost in one panel. But Amethyst and Garnet ask him what's wrong, and he tells them, and Garnet decides that it would be for the best if they went to check out the grove and see if it really is a complete loss like Pearl thought it was. And while Amethyst initially agrees with Pearl's original assessment that it's a complete loss, Garnet isn't so sure. She has a flashback to back when she herself first saw the Lunar Blossom Grove, and we get a wonderful shot of Cotton Candy Garnet putting a Lunar Blossom in her hair. And then it's just a simple matter of investigating, uh, seeing that the Lunar Blossoms, I I guess being magical plants apparently, are still uh, nice and safe underneath the invasive plants that have overgrown the site, and they begin the gentle and not-so-gentle cleaning of plants from the grove. It it takes them an entire night, but they, they do manage to get the job done. But something's not quite right. There was no moonlight shining down on the grove, so Pearl uses the rocket gauntlets and... Stephen and Amethyst join in to help clear out some of the canopy to let the light in, and voila! A Lunar Blossom Grove just as beautiful as the flashbacks. And so we we cut forward to Stephen bringing Connie in, you know, come on, there's something I want to show you. Come on, Pearl, you should come too. And, And Pearl's like, oh, that's okay, you two have fun. Amethyst and Garnet encourage her, come on. And so... Pearl goes along with them and is just completely floored. She does the the hand over her mouth thing, like she always does. But, you know, this one is because she's just so, it's so beautiful. You know, because she just can't believe it. And as she said, but we were just here yesterday. How How is this possible? And Stephen says, you know, we worked really hard and fixed up the grove. And it's just, it's just gorgeous. The, the little fireflies come out. Stephen puts a blossom in Connie's hair, just adorable times all around. Amethyst makes a flower crown for Pearl, and she makes one each for Amethyst and Garnet, and, you know, they sit and watch Stephen as he and Connie dance in the in the moonlight. It's all, it's all very cute. I mean, I, I don't think that there is an issue of the comic series yet that I haven't wanted to see animated, but this one would be actually particularly nice to see just because of how beautiful the environment is. I might be a little bit biased because it's, you know, got mostly blue tones to it. And heck, when Connie 
goes out to see it, she's even wearing blue pants and a white and teal shirt. So she's even working in on the color scheme there. But per perhaps this one should not be a full episode, um, if only because I don't want to see Pearl be so devastated, and also because you know we don't really need to go into too much detail about how the site is fixed. So this would be a this would be a really good mini-sode, a good three or so minutes short. Then we get to elaborate on Stephen and Connie dancing. Because Pearl does the hand-to-mouth thing, I do suspect that this one is still set before Stephen learned that Rose was Pink Diamond. There's absolutely no mention of Pink Diamond at all, so that's, that's always a pretty safe guess. Although they did toss in Rose calling Pearl my Pearl, just like we saw in Rose's Scabbard. And it really is such a minor thing, but it was... It was amusing seeing Amethyst lying on top of the dryer, telling Garnet, you have to try this. It's like, it's like a massage and she's just, it's like she's riding on the jellyfish jiggler at Funland. Just got her whole body up there, rattling around on top. And then Steven, woo, or woo, as the comics write it, teleports in, you know, looking, looking all sad like that. Does it, does his Morty face. And you know Amethyst being Amethyst when she agrees to go help. Yeah, I've got nothing better to do. You know, with a with a smile. With a smile. She's not being mean about it. But she she definitely does not believe in the grove. I guess she never saw it. You know, Pearl and Garnet both have an attachment to this site. I mean, heck, you know, Amethyst uh, is still very happy to join in. You know, like I said, she was very good-natured about, you know, helping out. And she is the one to actually... Once Garnet shows that the Lunar Blossoms are still there, Amethyst is the first to start getting to work clearing stuff away, whipping out her whip and snapping one of the vines right off. And uh, as I said, uh, kind of gentle they are. You know, Garnet first delicately pulls and then just pulls out her gauntlet and rips the vine right away. And Steve, Steve, Steven is completely delicate, and he, he has another goofy face when he says, well, one down at least. Looks like there's a little bit of inconsistency in the drawing here, because when Steven and Amethyst pull their weapons out to start clearing out the canopy, you can see that there's clear sky behind them. But then when we get into our closer-up shots, there are a whole lot of a lot of trees all around. So either the trees only grew right here in this spot, or it just looked cooler to have a clear sky behind them. Also, a lot easier to draw. I'll be I'll be completely honest. Like, I can't, I can't blame them for not wanting to spend the effort drawing trees behind them. We get plenty of shots of trees during our visit to the grove. And just going back to the end here, I mean, I, I talked about Pearl's face when she, she sees the, the grove and how she just can't believe it. But Connie gets super excited, too. Like, that, that's, a, that's a face I would expect early season one Steven to make. Like, you have to... You, you you have to get the comic and see it for yourself. Just what she looks like when she says, "Wow, this is incredible." I mean, that is a, that is an impressed Connie right there. And then Pearl, she has her her little trip down memory lane, and we get to see Connie's eyes light up when the the firefly or the luminous insect shows up. And then uh, Stephen and Connie are playing with the fireflies while the flower crowns get made by the gems, and then. And again, the, the issue ends on a dance. Come to think of it, when Amethyst is stretching to, you know, get ready to summon her weapon and start clearing out the vines for the first time, it really reminds me of when she's getting ready to fuse to form Sugalite in Coach Steven. 
which actually would have been really hilarious if they had fused, like e even just to clear the canopy. I mean, again, it's a comic. You don't have to worry about the cost of the voice actor. You, you know, you always hear us say it, you know, give, give us more fusions in the comics if nowhere else. And I'm not sure uh, protecting the Lunar Blossom Grove would have been the best use of Sukalite, so maybe, you know, maybe Amethyst and Garnet staying just Amethyst and Garnet was, was a good call this time. But anyway, those are my thoughts on issue 24 of the comic book series. I, I hope that anyone still wondering, you know, where could Steven Universe possibly go from here? You know, Homeworld's not going to be an enemy anymore, so what could they possibly do? I mean, they they could do an episode like this, you know, just every time. Hey, here's some fun thing. Let's take some some characters and go and do something cool. Doesn't always have to be fate of the world, fate of the galaxy kind of stuff. Anyway, the the comics will actually be transitioning away from that. This was the this was the last cutesy little slice of life comic book issue. We had we had two good years of that, but issue twenty five coming out on February twenty seventh. That one's going to be the start of the Lars of the Stars run, and I don't know how long they intend on doing that, but it'll be the adventures of Lars and his off-color crew for a little while here. Anyway, guys, that's it for this week. Join us next week. Until then, I'm GC13. Later, everybody. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening.